And good morning, everyone, and uh, welcome to the uh, mile rate. As we look back at a, a terrific program at Ballarat, there were plenty of highlights last night. Rob's not with me this morning. He's uh, not all that well at the moment, so he's uh, resting and recuperating and wish him well, and hopefully we'll see uh, Rob Orber back with us uh, shortly. Last night, it was a great night for Kate Gassie. drove five winners. Her husband, Andy, trained four winners. Uh, it was Kate's equal best uh, night at the office. She's had five winners previously, but at poor Piri. But on a metropolitan program, it is some sort of a feat. And not to be upstaged, uh, Chris Alford drove his 7,500th uh, winner um, to uh, to take out the uh, uh, seventh event on the program with uh, Robbie Royale, which is uh, quite uh, quite a fantastic uh, result. So um, let's have a look back at the program. It was a terrific night of uh, harness racing the first event was the uh, the trot and it started off well for andy and kate zigzag zoo was able to lead all the way Zigzag Zoo quickens though and it's five metres in front around the final turn. Third quarter, 30.4 and it's Zigzag Zoo clear. Scruffy Duel on the outside. Then Majestical Bell. No run for Is That a Bid? But it's Zigzag Zoo up the straight in front. About six metres. Majestical Bell to the outside. Then Is That a Bid? And wider out was Zaren but Zigzag Zoo is clear and Zigzag Zoo goes all the way to win it. Zigzag Zoo beat Majestical Bell and Is That a Bid got third. What a... was, uh, He was... Um... He just got away with his murder, didn't he? And, um, you know, he's a nice horse, but when he gets left alone like that, then there's really, um, you know, he's really not going to get beaten. You've obviously got a fantastic stable of square gators at Long Forest there, and I'm sure he's not um, at the top of the tree or anything like that, but i tell you what, he, he just makes his own luck with his early speed, and he's a very honest horse, isn't he? Yeah, he is. You know, gate speed's gold, and um, he's got, got plenty of that, and it's probably won him a lot of races. And like I said, you know, he's a handy horse, um, but I'm not sure how far he'll go. But, you know, he can, like you said, he can make, you know, use gate speed and then hand up if he has to or control the race when he gets it his own way. So um, you've got plenty of options with him, so I'm sorry, sure he's got plenty more wins in him yet. Zigzag Zoo, Kate Gath, the first of her five winners on the program. Uh, the runner-up, Majestical Bell, solid. There's another win in her. Is that a bid? Just a barrier draw, beat it. Uh, he's flying at the moment. He's the one to fall out of the race. And Zaram also going really well. Favourite was a little bit disappointing. And uh, that was Little Yankee. Race number two on the card, the Katanaz Jewelers. And it was Mr Fortunia with a gate speed out wide and Kate Gath. 28, it's Mr. Fortunia from Tinder Surprise. Delwyn's son can't get out. The leader, though, is Mr. Fortunia. Mr. Fortunia from on the outside trying to get to it is uh, Tinder Surprise. Delwyn's son gets out. It's going to flash late, but Mr. Fortunia, Mr. Fortunia has won it and has beaten uh, Delwyn's son second, third place to Tinder Surprise. Look, we had to do more work than what you would have liked, but we still found the front, so... Um, the aim was to get a breather through that second quarter because uh, we had used a bit of fuel to get there. So, um, and we were able to get that. And then um, after that, it was um, you know you know he did, did do a pretty good job because, like Mick said, the the um, lead time was pretty quick and we did burn for a fair way. So. Mr. Fortunia had to work early. There was good tempo with a 27-7 early quarter, uh, but he found enough to hold off Delwyn's son, who's going really well. 
and uh, others that uh, performed well included Tinder Surprise, second up from a break and improve off that with a better gate next time. Uh, he's going to be close to the mark. They closed off in a 27.9. The mile rate was 154.6. Race three, the Mimosa Homes, and it was Andy and Kate again with uh, Finn Frost. Your mind's run out of room there, but Finn Frost keeps giving. It's Finn Frost. Would you mind? The gap's nearly coming. Sahara Sirocco can't get to them. It's Finn Frost in front, and Kate does it again. First three winners to Kate Nandy Gath, Finn Frost beat Woods of Mine, Sahara Sirocco uh, for fourth, either Safala or Regulus. There wasn't much in that. And then... <laughs> well, you want to uh, get used to it because we could... Uh, she's thirty in the next race too, so... <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, no, look, you know, i just been... Um, uh, you know, Vienna to get away. He actually had really good gate speed tonight and, and crossed him anyway, but um, sort of it was all over after that and uh, he was able to control the race and dash up and break 27 again like last time at Melton. So um, doing a pretty good job. He's come back from a spell fantastic, hasn't he, Katie? He won at Cranbourne and they went, um, I think, inside a second away from the track record then. Then he had no luck at Melton behind the stablemate Tango Tara. Andy declared him on burning questions and he won for everybody at Melton last week and he's, and he's done it again. He's just in, in a really rich vein of form. Yeah, he is. You know, last time in, um, he sort of, his work was okay, but that was all. But this time in, his work's been really good. And he's Kate Gath with uh, her third winner of the night from the first three races. Finn Frost, a mile rate 156.3. A closing quarter, 26.8. They really slowed up mid-race, made it hard from the horses at the back, even though it was a small field. Would you mind galloped at the start? If it wasn't for that, the result could well have been different. Sahara Sirocco ran 30. It was probably a little bit disappointing. I expect a little bit more from him. Race number four on the program, and it was Nikki Louise, and Kate Gath was going for four out of four, so was Nikki Louise. Louise turned for home, five metres on uh, Dancing with Flo, still hung overs out wider, and then She Will Rock, Nikki Louise with a good break into the straight, still hung over, and She Will Rock are getting home, but Nikki Louise is three metres to She Will Rock and Nikki Louise, four out of four for both the horse and the driver for tonight, Kate Gath and Nikki Louise win it, second was She Will Rock from still hung over, Dancing with Flo. Performance, uh, you know, that we've biggest training performance I've ever seen of what the horse was prior to coming to Emma and Clayton and uh, you know um, even at the start Clayton didn't have you know a huge opinion of her or anything but she just keeps getting better all the time and that was a really solid win like you know that was a lot of pressure she copped and she was doing it really well on the bit but uh, I thought we're humming here and um, and uh, the sectional was come up a lap to go and we were and Joe said, let's keep going up the back. He was, he was still keen, whistling his up, and I was thinking, oh, give me a breather. I need a cheap third quarter here, um, you know, because she just copped it. But she did it so well. And on the line, like, I think she pricked her ears. The Mile Rate, thanks to Australasia's best harness action at thetrots.com.au, where you can watch every race live and free on Trots Vision. Yeah, she's a smart uh, mare, uh, Nikki Louise. She came from the West to join the Emma Stewart camp and uh, was too good again. They ran time. The mile rate was 155.1. Uh, the quarters were 29, 29.3, 28.4, and then 28.5 uh, for a 155.1 mile rate. She's building up an impressive record. Uh, the runner-up was uh, was quite solid. She will rocks going really well. 
and uh, she's ready to win again. Race five, it was the first leg of the quaddy. There was plenty of heat early with Always Fast and Torrid Saint uh, having a crack for the early lead. In the end, that probably told. They went a quick quarter down the back of 27.3, and it was Sir Liddick who was sitting out the back, Josh Aiken rubbies, rubbing his hands with glee because he was Johnny on the spot, and he opened up for a big win. But proof boy and Sir Lenick are starting to wind up as they hit off the back. They went 27-3 third quarter. Always fast in front. Bulletproof boy into the outside running on a Seletic. Always fast the leader. Here comes Seletic though. Sir Lenick over the tops hit the lead. Bulletproof boy trying to kick on, but Sir Lenick gave them windburn. Sir Lenick draws away now. He's opening up and wins easily. Sir Lenick first is one from Bulletproof boy. Margins about 10 metres. Always fast third. Um, to eight, four dollars. Eleven meters by two and a half meters. And a the mile tempo. rate one fifty-five uh, three. He got clear really Andrew, good time. Eight, six, four, start entry. running seventh. Um, I was happy with him after two disappointing starts. And yeah, tonight was just a matter of circumstances, and it, it all just played out perfectly for him. You would have been really happy with um, Torrid Saint coming out and having a red hot crack at Always Fast there early, Josh, because that, that really changed the race for you, didn't it? That that's what won you the race, and he probably hasn't had things go his way like that in a while and it was really good to see him have the race run to suit and use that electrifying turn of speed that he does have. Yeah, for sure, Mick. And, you know, some horses dropped to the fence so I needed to drop to the fence and um, finding bulletproof boys back um, and just being two back in the running line, three back in the running line was perfect as well. Sir Lettick, the winner, Josh Aiken, wearing the... Uh colours of the uh, the great Gavin Lang there by recording his 15th win Sir Ledick. he opened up for a big victory closing quarter 28-4 the mile rate was 155.3 Bulletproof Boy was very good uh, always fast, weakened into third and Roman Aviator was first up from a spell but he can improve off that in his second preparation with Tim Butt winning margin was uh, an emphatic 11 metres, race number 6, this was a good race it was a group race, the Tab Melton Pace final and Kate Gath brought up her fifth winner of the night and her husband Andy Gath's fourth. Bart's in front. Tango Tara gets closer. Huli Nian will need to pick up in the straight. Crafty Bart, Tango Tara the outside. It's Crafty Bart, Tango Tara levels up now. Tango Tara the outside. Put its head in front of Crafty Bart. He's been huge, but it's Tango Tara getting the upper hand, and it's that girl again. Kay Gath, five. A handful of wins. It's Tango Tara beating Crafty Bart, who was terrific. And in third spot, it was Aussie Battler at a million to one. A phenomenal achievement already, and you've got plenty to come. And this, I mean, the last few seasons for you, let's talk about those. You've just gone from strength to strength, and I guess not that you're, you're off anyone's radar, but this has just put you back up in lights again. You must be just wrapped with the way things are going. Yeah, I've been, you know, really fortunate to drive a lot of good horses, which really helps. Um, I kind of tend to like to fly, fly under the radar a bit. <laughs> but, um, you know, I'm really grateful for everything that, um, you know, I've been able to do in the last couple of years. And um, like I said, the, the horses I'm getting on, you know, you're only as good as the horses you, you drive, as, as Mick knows, and um, it really helps. So, um, yeah, I've been, um, you know, pretty lucky. The Mile Rate, thanks to Australasia's best harness action at thetrots.com.au, where you can watch every race live and free on Trots Vision. Terrific drive by Kate, not just the fact that she got the winner and it was her fifth winner. The horse that led Crafty Bart, who gave a great sight, he over-raced mid-race. And Kate made sure she didn't have to work harder than what she had to by sitting a length off him. 
but still had to do the work without cover. Second, third, fourth and fifth all raced on the pegs and Tango Tara sat parked to win in 154.7. An ex-Kiwi uh, that is really going places and he was very impressive taking that out. A 56-1 last half mile. The quarters were 29-2, 29-1, 28 and then 27.9. Hurl in the end was too poor to be true. He looked to be struggling before the home turn. Aussie Battler in well at huge odds. Uh, the uh, pegs uh, dominated the race outside of the winner. Ideal some magic. Hasn't won for a long time, but he really caught the eye again. Surely there's got to be a win in him, uh, him shortly. He's uh, bursting to win another race. Race number seven was the Group 3 Hip Pocket Workwear in Safety Coulter Crown. Turn the third quarter was 28 6, and Robbie Royale charged away from McLovin. Have horse will travel. Then came Maori Law, always ready, the widest runner. Robbie Royale raced clear into the straight, led by 10. Stress factor picking up. Have horse will travel. Maori Law, always ready. They're all getting home. The leader is Robbie Royale. Stress factor's picking up again late. Robbie Royale falling in a hole. Stress factor's diving. Wow, this is close. Robbie Royale. Wow, he might have hung on. Gee, this is close, though, from a stress factor who got going very hard late. Uh, close up were Maori Law was a huge run and always ready. They've made up a ton. Good one. Um, I was more surprised that um, that stress factor got so close because uh, <laughs> on the turn when he dropped off and um, McLovin was under pressure, I thought I'd get going and put a couple of lengths on him. So I thought it might have been something else that was coming from the back. But... Uh, yeah, I wasn't, wasn't too sure on the line. I don't think visually, um, Chris, that Robbie Royale uh, actually got tired it, uh, was the reason stress factor got so close either. Like he, he kicked away and gave you a really good turn to foot at the top of the straight, but probably 60 metres out, he probably looked like he just tossed his head in the air and sort of knocked off on you a little bit because he did have that margin. Uh, yeah, I think... Milestone winner for Chris Alpha. When you put this into perspective, it's quite extraordinary. 75th... Oh, 7,500th winner, I should say, for Chris Alford, which is, uh, it's truly remarkable. Robbie Royale just got there from the stable, mate, which was a stress factor. The winning margin was a short half-head. Brent Lilly preparing first and second. Maori Law came off the 30-metre mark. He was a huge run. They came home in pretty good sectional times. And both Maori Law and Always Ready were terrific, running third and fourth. First quarter of the last mile, 32.3 in a stand, then 30.9, quickening up 28.6 and 29.1. Elford going for home around the turn. He opened up seven or eight metres in front, and the post came up in the nick of time for a narrow winner and a milestone win for the champion driver, Chris Elford. Race eight, the ticket blaster pace. And chased the hat-trick and ex-Kiwi had been in terrific form and punters had put their faith into him. Off the back in 27-7 third quarter. It's chased the hat-trick from concealment. Pantano stride tracks through behind them and so too to Sanday. But it's chased the hat-trick, the leader from concealment. Uh, one smart fella, Sanday Pantano stride. Chase the hat-trick keeps giving from concealment. The outside is getting close. Chase the hat-trick hanging on though and gets the prize. Chase the hat-trick's won it from concealment. Third's going to be close. A four-way go. Sanday. My Correct, Vic. You got me? Yeah, we got you, mate. Yeah, you were um, just saying, yeah, you, um, you needed something to sort of chase him along a bit. Yeah, he's pretty laid-back sort of fella. Um, yeah, uh, he might be better from, you know, from behind with the sit, but um, he, he, the way he's been racing, he just seems to be better suited if he's sort of out in front and bowling along and you can get him wound up, you know, when you when you want to rather than um, letting anyone else sort of dictate the speed. Yeah.
the mile rate. Thanks to Australasia's best harness action at thetrots.com.au, where you can watch every race live and free on Trots Vision. Chase the hat trick was able to dominate. He got left alone, got some cheap early quarters, 31-5, then 30. 27-7 the third quarter and 28 the final split. He's the sort of horse that needs to be reminded and keep rolling along and, and Jack Law understands him so well. A young man who's had a fabulous year. He's a very good driver, Jack Law. And Julie Douglas, who brought up the ton uh, for the year just a couple of weeks ago, another metropolitan success with a very promising horse in Chase the Hattrick. The runner-up concealment was much better, got closer on the line. Uh, Sande was very good, although in the run with a slowish speed, nothing went forward, so Kate had to chance her luck back to the inside, and as a result, she was able to, uh, to get third and uh, fourth in a better run from Pantano Stride. Race number nine, this was a terrific field of three-year-olds. Bondi Lockdown had come back from a... Brisbane campaign where he competed in the Queensland Derby. Uh, last start winners uh, in the race uh, included Captain Wilson, uh, the very consistent Pray Tell Tuppence, who was terrific in defeat last start. Good bunch of three-year-olds, and there's a number of horses you can follow out of this race. Bondi locked down, and Aaron Dunn started the favourite, and he burned across at the start. Terrific sitting without cover and having a crack for the early lead. And Ruby Wingate, if she gets into a race, particularly Phillies only, she's ready to win as well. It should be a very strong form race. Numbers are 7, 4, 2 and 6. Bondi Lockdown is a cult by some beat somewhere out of without guile. Yeah, nah, look, I actually it gave him a week off from when he raced up there and then sort of thought, oh, Look, it's, there's not a long time, and then there's a $40,000 race in two weeks' time. So, no, nah, they travel good. I sort of stuck to the same plan on the way up and the way back, and, yeah, no, nah, he seems to have recovered good. And Shady has a left sport he has up there. Shady has thrived with the going up and back, so that's good too. Yeah. Bondi locked down. He had to work early. He carved out a pretty slick early quarter, 27.8, then 31.9, 28.2, and 27-3 was the closing split to hold off Tuppence, who loomed as a bit of a chance and just died on its run with 50 metres to go. The winner a little too classy for them. Tuppence only third up from a spell. I think just that fraction more improvement in him. Halanson put the riding on the wall at Cranbourne. He was a good run. He's ready to win. Uh, Ruby Wingate was terrific. Just missing the top four. Blitzen after sitting without cover, although weakening in the straight, they ran good time. He's still early on in his preparation, and he can improve off that as well. The mile, uh, 154.8, the mile rate, with uh, Bondi Lockdown recording his sixth win from uh, 18 starts and taking out race number nine. And the last event on the program, and the favourites for the race were Zubri and better exclusive. Third quarter, it's better exclusive. Zubri wide, Flynn running on out wider. Better exclusive, Zubri going up to it. Out wider on the track was wide, Flynn, then good guy, Mac. Zubri hit the lead from wide, Flynn, and better exclusive. It's Zubri just in front. Zubri doing enough. Zubri has beaten better exclusive, wide, Flynn, and good guy, Mac, fourth. And yeah, no, well, that's right. Uh, well, there was always going to be a bit of speed off the front, and... Probably there would have been a little bit more if Murph's one didn't gallop out wide. But, uh, yeah, it, it takes a while to knuckle down. I, I think he's a lot better when he's in front. But uh, lately, when we've been using him off the gate, he hasn't been finishing off as good. 
And it was a Zubri. The race panned out well for it. Josh Stuggan was able to end up in the 1-1. Better exclusive having a crack for the lead at about 1,100 metre mark. But it didn't pay off. He got caught without cover, was left vulnerable. And uh, Zubri was able to wear him down and win. Wide Flynn was solid getting into third. And, uh, and good guy Mac uh, was just out sprinted from about the uh, 400 metres. He was doing his best work late. The quarters were 30.2, 29.9, 29.7 and uh, 28.4. And the mile rate was 157.8. The margin was two and a half metres. So it was a clear margin. Zubri's first win since October of last year. Good to see him get up uh, for trainer Colin Duncan and uh, driver Josh Duggan. Four lonely nights galloped at the start of the race. So that probably changed things around. River Patrol led, was pressured, and uh, he also weakened. So it was a fabulous night. Kate Gath taking the honours with five winners, five driving winners. Her husband, Andy, trained four, and a big milestone uh, for Chris for driving his 7,500 winner with uh, Robbie Royale taking up the Group 3 trot. It was a terrific night of uh, harness racing at uh, Ballarat. Hope you uh, enjoyed the coverage on RSN and found a few coming winners. And look forward to your company next week on The Mile Rate. Until then, happy harnessing.